0: welcome back to another episode of combos create change this broadcast is sponsored by the grind magazine today i have a special panel because my other hosts are in miami thotten and Boppin, for the super bowl so i brought some special guests (laughs) in so we can get the show rolling and keep everything going um i want to introduce my panel to you guys before we get started from left to right we're going to go with ms z first introduce yourself
1: Hello, I'm Zee. Um, I'm a
0: teacher here in Atlanta. Um, I'm from
1: Barasta. So, yeah.
0: And we're going to start the conversation. And Miss Jazzy here as well. How you
2: doing? My name is Jasmine, mm-hmm. also known as Jazzy
0: tee boss so I'm a long-time waitress and bartender here in Atlanta. And the well-renowned Mr. Attorney Griggs. <laughs> Um, and so, what we like to do on Convo's Create Change is like to be up on current events. And you could not have been in the world this week without seeing the tragic passing of Mr. Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and the seven other people that passed in the helicopter crash. Um, it was weird for me, personally, because I was always a LeBron fan. And so... fan. Um, <laughs> but being a LeBron fan... Oh, but being – I don't see nothing. Yeah, whatever. Okay, but being a LeBron fan, um, it was always a little dysfunction for me because it was always a competitive spirit. It was one of the other, and that was one thing I hate about our cultures. We we are so divisive when it comes to great people. We have to pin one against the other. So it was kind of dope in a sense that his last tweet was bigging up mm-hmm. uh, LeBron in a sense, and they shared that brotherhood, that bond together. But one thing that it did come from that – I saw that went viral this week as well was the hashtag girl dad. There was a lot of people sharing the girl dad information. Um, A lot of pictures were shared with females that uh, had fathers in their lives. A lot of dads that were um, just fathers of women as well. And so I want to bring in definitely some women on the panel today so we can discuss that and how that relationship is built with girl dads and also have a girl dad, Mr. Griggs. you having a daughter yourself. So y'all feel free to chime in and just discuss the relationship you have with your father, or you as a father, and we can go from there.
1: Well, um, for me, my dad is like my best friend. Um, he's been in my life all 29 years. Um, even now we talk weekly, and it's definitely made a difference in how I interact with men, how I grew up, because I see now how some females that's something that they struggle with. Here, They're older, 28, 29, you know, early 30s. And a lot of the um, choices that they've made goes back to whether or not they had a dad or or if their dad was there, was he like really there? Because you can have a man in a house and still not, and he's still not there. Definitely. So yeah.
0: What about you, Miss Shaz? How was your relationship with your father? Um, non-existent. Non-existent? Um
2: know who my father is, I know where he is, but we have never, you know, we've never had a relationship. Um, I don't, you know, my mom has been my dad my whole life. Uh, You know, back in the 80s, you know, when they said an 80s baby, you know, that was a crack era, that was really like, you know, for, for me. My dad is still, you know, currently, that took over his life and is still currently, over the time, you know, we never seem to shake. And, uh, you know, unfortunately that, you know, me and my siblings never had that, you know, interaction with our father. Um, I, but also, I, that's the reason I never let uh, having or having that lack of a father be an excuse uh, as to, you know, what you do or what you don't do. Because I didn't have one and I'm not out here losing my mind. So when girls say, I didn't have a father, and I'm out here, this is why. No, it's not. That's, that's the reason you want to. You're not going to use, you not having your father as to why you out here thotting and bopping, and you, you cut it out.
0: Yeah, I right. think some people can use that as an excuse, but I mean, I think everybody has different experiences. Um, nah, I be. Not a- you're, you're, you ain't cutting them no nah. slack? <laughs> but I think you know you see the women who uh, I think a lot of times in our communities we don't have a sense of a father in the home with it that gives us that morale, that integrity that is needed at times. And I guess for your situation, your mom was that void You would say, if you if,
2: you, if you know, one parent, two parents, four parents, if you have a parent that is that voice, that's all you need. My mama let me know. You act a fool if you want to. You my child. Dad or not, try it.
0: That's all you need. And I think that's the thing that's really really Mm -hmm. missing. Um, Coming up now, I feel like the next generation has a lack of good parenting. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's an excuse. But at the same time, I feel like everyone knows the morals and integrity that they should uh, hold themselves to by standards and how they should relate. Now, I know you, Mr. Griggs, having a younger Mm -hmm. daughter coming up. um, How do you intake on how you want to perceive that moving into the next generation of the guidelines and being there as a father?
3: Well, first and foremost, I just want to give my condolences to the Bryant family for the loss of Kobe. You know, I kind of grew up the same era, the same age. So, I mean, it hit me really hard. You know, I I wasn't a super big Kobe fan because I'm a fan of the original Kobe, and that's Michael Jordan. But um, I I, I can feel that pain. And as far as, you know, fatherhood, um, you know, I had, a, I had a decent role model. My dad was a great role model in certain respects. And in other respects, he wasn't. Uh, and now that I am a father of a young lady, um, it's, it's the most interesting, joyous, scary, um, focused, <laughs> unfocused. <laughs> uh, it, it's just a lot. Yeah, and definitely. so when you have a, a, a little girl, you know, it's the most blessed moment of your life and then the most afraid moment of your life because you know you are bringing another life in this world and then you know what's out there you know and you know the predators that's out there you know the guys right. that want to take advantage you know the obstacles that are out there so for my little girl you know I can really connect with what Kobe was trying to do by being ever-present um, especially the last three years of his life just being there for them playing basketball being there for them in school picking them up taking them to school all those things so I mean as a girl dad I think it's one of the most special things you can do because as a man, you're not really socialized in how to raise a woman. So Definitely. you're learning on the job. Right. So like I right. remember the first few times I had my daughter and you know, my wife would leave and I got to change pampers and I got to do hair. And I'm like, you're I don't terrified. know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've been on the record for saying like,
0: I want a little boy so bad. <laughs> like,
3: like saying, I want a little boy. I, I mean And I was the same way. I mean in all transparency, when I went to the ultrasound and they, they did an ultrasound on my, my ex wife and um they, they, they showed the baby and they were like, Oh, it's a girl and I was like, Oh, could you please check again? <laughs> and so, you know, after about thirty minutes, really sitting there like oh my god i'm having a girl it is what it is and then when she got there i mean i was the first person to hold her and i looked in her little eyes and she looked at me and i realized life changed mm-hmm. and it's it's been a constant change ever since then i mean you know even now her little 11 year old self will come in like i was at yale this past this past weekend she texts me hey dad um, what are you doing? I'm going to Yale. Oh, could you pick me up some clothes from there too? And I'm like, it's just stuff like that. It's you know, and she'll text or she'll Facetime. Hey, Dad, did you remember to get something to eat? Um, are you taking care of yourself? And I'm like, a boy would never ask any of this stuff. I, I definitely yeah, never ask so my dad none of that. It's definitely, it's definitely an interesting, great dynamic of a, a man's relationship with his daughter. I mean, it's priceless. I think it actually brings a sense of. Of softness to a guy's life
0: because I feel like um, me and my brother we grew up and then my dad had two younger daughters afterwards Mm -hmm. but I think he didn't realize how tough he was on us until he had those daughters and then he always apologized for shit I'm like bro I'm straight bro like I'm good like he's like I just was so tough on y'all and you know just (laughs) want, want you to be a man's man you know what I'm saying and I think a lot of times we don't give men that sense of comfort or the, the ability to be emotional, you know what I mean, growing up, because it's such a hard world we live in. But I had an interesting conversation with some older women earlier this week, and I was hearing from them that women sometimes have that same struggle of being able to express themselves and show emotion and things like that, mm-hmm. and that was kind of confusing to man, me. It is like, kind of confusing. Because, I, I mean, this lady said she never even... Um, had the sense of being sad until she was forty years old. Like she never identified that she went through a sad spell in her life till she was at least forty years old. And I was like, dang, you know, as a man, I know you get punched in the chest and things like that sometimes. Um, for you know, you can't be
3: soft. Yeah, you got to suck that up. Right. Right. All the air out your chest, but yeah. But I
0: was just having a conversation with them, and I was like, and that's why I wanted to bring some women on to discuss how are women perceived as far as being able to express their emotions.
1: Um, I think as a woman from an early age, coming from a um, woman, we're taught to be independent versus a boy. He wants nurture and love. And so for a little girl is you gotta be able to do this, you gotta be able to do that, you gotta be able to do all of this, cook, clean, everything. And so it's never a moment to where I can really show my feelings or do anything or say anything. It's because compared to my brother or compared to my cousins, mom wants to love on them because i just want to protect my son or, or or different things like that and so for a female it's more so i have to teach my daughter how to be independent so she doesn't have to rely on anyone at a very early age and so that comes with okay never let anyone cross me or do anything so at an early age we're taught you're looking at boys and girls and even in my classroom i look at how my girls are very independent they are versus my versus my boys they're not and it's kind of scary
0: i would think that we would actually need more i think that's kind of backwards in yeah. a sense you know what i mean where i mean as far as like cooking and things like that domestic side like women are definitely more domestic but i think at this 2020 where we are i think we should have more of a, a demographic of i mean equality a little bit more um in raising our kids but i think there's so much diversity that they're experiencing with social media and just being a part of this demographic that's really you just never know what you're getting yourself into at this point um especially with you in the school system what grade do you teach fifth grade fifth grade and that's like a transition period because I think that middle school is like where where my grade is you become that preteen and you start to smell yourself a little bit and get a little bit more um intrigued by all the facets of that are um, within the world. But um, I wanted to just touch on that to see, Jess, how do you feel about how you were able to express yourself or how you were taught to express yourself as a woman?
2: Um, pretty much piggybacking off of what she said, as a, well, it really depends on how you grow up as well and where you grow up. Um, how I grew up, you really don't have, you didn't have the time to be weak. And, in certain instances, you can't show people that weakness. Right, they'll play on it. Definitely. Um, so, me being the oldest and the only girl in my house, you don't have time to be weak. I had two younger brothers. My mother was at work. I'm the one responsible for getting him on and off the bus. At the time, I only had one younger brother. The other one was a baby. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I had a stepfather, but that's neither here nor there. He
0: wasn't
2: got gotcha. shit. So, you know what I'm saying? At, it, I was responsible. Like she said, I washed the dishes. You know what I'm saying? I asked my mom one time, why we don't use a dishwasher? She said, you are the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So washing clothes, washing dishes. That, that's what we did, you know, taking out the trash. We have responsibilities at an early age and you really don't have time depending on how you grew up and what you go through. You don't have time to be weak. You don't have, you, you really don't even have time and then depending on the relationship that you have with that parent, you don't get to express yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? Every and most, whether you realize it or not, um, mother-daughter relationships in the black community are not great.
0: Very combative, I see that. Very, lot, very especially
2: the oldest child with yeah. the mother-daughter relationship. They're not always great. Matter of fact, most of them are very bad. Um, I know a lot of people they they talk about the black China and her mom thing that's more that's more prevalent than you think it's realistic but it might not be that serious all the time right but the back and forth that they do that's real life it's like a
0: power struggle exactly so
2: see. tell me how do you 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 don't how me, how much do you really get to see them talk to each other and express how she was feeling it. It, it, it didn't happen. Right. So you don't get to get you don't get to express yourself. You don't get to tell. Well, I don't like it. And when you do, shut the hell up crying. I don't want to hear that shit. Take your ass in your room. Say something again. I'm a bitch ass. That's just the black household. That's right. Used to, especially growing up. Say something else. I'm a bitch ass. I went and not appreciate the way that I grew up. I have discipline because of it mm-hmm. and. I will say going back to the father thing you do two things with the way you grow up you go that way or you do the opposite and the way that i grew up i vowed to never raise my children the way that i grew up which is why i don't have any gotcha i am nobody's baby mama you know what i'm saying i told my mama that at 16 i'm not doing that shit.
0: i think that's really prevalent i think within the black households we don't communicate well at all, right. especially with expressing our feelings right. and being able to respect the child's opinion on how they feel. Like I saw that. Uh, did y'all see the video that went viral of the young girl? It was really funny. She was talking to the mom about the girl stole her perfect attendance pin, mm-hmm. and she was like so cute, and she, her mom was just like, she was so into it. Like she really took my pin. The mom was like, "It's just a pin," you know what I mean? Like, but you can tell that she felt in her heart that something wasn't right about that situation, and it was so dismissed um for her to have that opinion of how she felt and it's just like Mm -hmm. you don't get to express yourself to have an opinion on what you feel or stay in a child's place a lot of the time because
2: as children you were told that children are to be seen Seen not heard heard,
0: right and that's and that's key you know what i mean because a lot of times we don't get those outlets and when you don't have the outlets you seek them from other places and you you start trying to find them within friends Mm -hmm. or older men or you know somebody of a sense of comfort that don't want to give you a ear just to feel like you can be heard and i think the conversations that i always want to create are those that we need to have within our community the Mm -hmm. ones where we can create a change where you can say you know that actually resonates to how i interact with my kids and that's not a healthy relationship i think there's so much trauma that we just sweep under the rug Mm you know what i mean we just allow it to happen and we don't really get to address it and really get to a point where we understand how it affects us because i'm i'm pretty sure those relationships uh affect you in the relationship that you have with men now as an adult do you feel that like it has any significant play on how you interact with a man at all
1: i see your bullshit coming that is true Let's see it coming from a mile away yeah like do not do not play me yeah. like i was raised even though my dad didn't physically live in a house i still Um, we talked and everything. So from my dad, seeing my granddad, seeing my stepdad, like I saw all what my grandma went through, what my mama went through, um, what my sisters went through. It was just like, you can smell bullshit coming from a mile away from a man. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things, just be real about it. And a lot of times a man cannot accept that from a woman, like, damn, she really caught me, but it's like, just be honest about it. And just be real about it, and a lot of times some men don't know how to handle that coming from a woman yeah
0: so but i think I think that's a tricky line, which is going to get into a little bit <laughs> because when you say be honest about it, right like there can be situations where I feel like as a man, if you're completely honest about how you feel or how you approach certain women, you know it's not going to work in your favor, like for instance, let's give an example, say you meet a woman and you have no intention of being with her long-term but you're sexually attracted to her and women be like well just tell me that's what you want if you tell a woman you just trying to smash <laughs> nine times out of ten you're not getting there so therefore that honesty is a barrier go ahead you, you can interject go ahead jump in <laughs> let, let's talk about it
2: let me tell you something I, I don't know if you men have, have caught on to this yet women Sorry, ladies, I'm about to give away the shit for it a away. second. Go ahead. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Women think about sex scientifically, this is a fact than y'all do. Of course. We just know how to how to control ourselves mm-hmm. better than you. We don't want to fuck everything that passes us. So there's a difference in how we maneuver than you do. You'll stick your thing in anything. That don't mean we don't want to. We looking at the niggas too. We just know better. We know how to Go ahead. we know how to handle ourselves a little bit better than you. But if you keep it real. With that woman, who's to say the way that we feeling ain't the way that you feeling? It might work out in your favor, stupid. All you got to do is tell her. Right. Just Cause be I didn't. I'm gonna be. I'ma I'm keep it all the way above. book. I'm sorry if you see this. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> I didn't had one. Or whatever. I didn't yes. had one. Who? Who? He felt. He told me he felt used because that's all I wanted too. And then I told him, I didn't talk to him no more. And he was like, well damn, that's how you do? Nigga, the fun is over. Like that's all you have to do is keep it real. Cause she might just want what you want. I don't want to go to the movies. I don't want to go eat, I don't want to hold your hand. I don't want to be out in public with you,
0: bro. Do what you came to do
2: and go, and go home. home.
0: But see, but I feel like for a woman, there's more of a. No, of I don't want no, no, nothing no. else uh-uh. from uh-uh. you, uh-uh. bruh. Uh-uh. Go home, Roger. This, this, like, what this, are you this, talking this, about? Boom, boom, go home. But there has to. Y'all yeah, don't think there has to be some. I feel like for men, I feel like we're 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 okay with it, right? But no, feel, you're not. No, you're not. Y'all be wanting to cuddle ass.
1: No. <laughs> no,
0: no, you're, you're not. not. I feel
3: like I'm have to jump in. <laughs> Out the game for a minute. <laughs> right. Right. But. I, maybe it's a different type of dude out here, but the dudes I know, who when they were not married, like that would have been completely okay with them, and they would have been okay with that. I, so done I had guess, a
2: whole man in the NFL cut me off because I wouldn't move with him because I told him all I wanted to do was fuck.
3: But see, I, I think they building these dudes differently. Right? <laughs> dude, dude, out out the '70s but I ain't think got that problem.
0: Some type of <laughs> I can't believe oh. I just said that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, create change. but I feel like there's a certain point of comfort with that person like I'm talking about like from the introduction right all right like I, I'm talking about from out the gate I feel like once you know somebody mm-hmm. and you are comfortable with them and you know y'all connect on that level mm-hmm. then you can get to that point you know what I mean mm-hmm. but I'm feeling like like when a dude first meet a woman he like every guy for one every guy that ever passed by an attractive woman was like Damn, I fucked the shit out of her. That's our mindset. Like that's. And we saying the same thing. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you were in that intoxicated environment at that <laughs> initial. Honesty <Yeah>. no, <laughs> part of right. it, where you have to engage a little bit, so you mm-hmm. feel like you know you're comfortable in that space. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. I feel like there's definitely women who know our barriers of what we have had or established over the time where mm-hmm. we just fucking, bro. Like, I'm just going to call you and i leave the club, you know what I'm saying, and it ain't nothing more than that. And I think you can, but I think it takes a certain level of getting to know where y'all are comfortable. Like, dudes would be like, shit, <laughs> I got there and take that thing home tonight and, <laughs> and beat that thing up. And so when you say you want honesty from a man, what are you... Looking for in that honest, like, how honest do we have to be for you to get to that? Because a lot of times we know, like, if we come off straight off that, it ain't going like that. You know what I'm saying? You just done wasted your shot. You're going to have to put some type of... Excuse me, sir. If it's not a truth, it's a what? It's a lie. Okay. And that's not... And that's why we it ain't lie, no deeper than to that. To a certain extent. It ain't no deeper than because, that. Because it's not even a whole lie. <laughs> it's like a, it's, it's a, it's a
2: half lie. Cause it's like, if it ain't a truth... It's a lie. It ain't no deeper than
3: that. So, it's women out here that really want a man to come forward and say, hey, look, I ain't really trying to have a relationship with you. I'm trying to have sex with you and your homegirl, and and everything is cool. (laughs) No. Not not that I would ever stop. This is the politically incorrect version of Mr. Gray, but I'm just saying, like it's I'm Mr. trying to. Green's after dark. I'm trying to <laughs> rationalize what you're saying because I don't know if women are ready for that level of and honesty they always from ask a dude. For honesty, though, and that's why. I, but I'm the, glad tru- we the have truth this of
2: this is, I don't even know how we got this far. But <laughs> yeah. the truth, the, the truth Let of you know. this is, because we way off subject.
3: <laughs> yeah, we went from girl dad to after <laughs> my honesty in yeah.
0: a
2: relationship. Okay, right now. but the truth of the matter is. The men are the ones who cannot handle it, okay? You dish and you can't take. Ooh. Because when, when it comes back around and it's time to be honest with you, you want to kill some. That's the problem. Now, be able to take if you can dish it out. Now, when a woman wants to be honest with a man, he wants to fight. He wants to throw stuff, he want to kill somebody, he want to go looking for her and the nigga, and, and, and he want to lock doors and break tables. We
0: definitely emotionally exactly. <laughs> and exactly. And the dog. Exactly. The dog was in so there. so, so don't, don't say
2: that the woman is emotional. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to put the emotions on the woman because when a woman is done, be clear. She's done. She's finished. She's done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's not how the man works. We're very possessive. Men are more emotional than women. We just show ours differently. You try not to show yours. You it, it it lays dormant. We put ours on the front side. We ain't gonna hide it from you. We letting you know this is who we are and this is how this is gonna work. What you try to do is play hard until we ain't fucking with you no more. Mm-hmm. And then you wanna act a fool like we ain't even know it was there. We know.
0: I, I can I can agree with that. Absolutely. I think a lot of times, and you know, as I date more and I've been told I'm a lot shelled. I don't open up easily. I keep a a guard up, you know what I mean? And I think that's a a trust issue within dating. And also, I think everybody's afraid of being vulnerable. And I Mm -hmm. think everybody uh, lacks that. You wanna know why? Because you tell half truths.
2: Well, I don't think If you tell the whole truth, vulnerability is not a problem. Why would I be vulnerable with somebody who's not gonna tell me the truth?
0: That goes back to being honest. I think from my personal standpoint, it's just that we live in this social media era. And anytime you open up yourself to a certain extent, you never know, you know, people are so quick to want to expose. Mm-hmm. And so therefore you gotta, uh, you gotta see to a certain extent how much somebody's fucking with you to really get to the point where you're comfortable with them or sharing the information with them. And so I think I think for me personally, I'm completely honest with a lot of women or, or was or whatever, um, <laughs> Because I ain't going to get myself in trouble. <laughs> I think, you know, the the one that, or the one that I do significantly see myself potentially dating long-term, I've been completely honest with, you know what I mean? And, but I think it took us having a conversation and her being able to say that that's not, I don't feel that from you. Even though you may say, oh, I, I fuck with you tough. You know what I'm saying? I think it's always a communication barrier. And I think, like I said, it goes back to our, communication and how we talk and how we communicate and us offering that sense of vulnerability to trust someone else with our emotions. And that's a, that's a tough thing for a man. I know it's like, alright, now i put my emotions and my feelings on the table. Then you have the crazy dude that end up, that nigga y'all send that send this shit to the airport, The nigga killed the girl at the airport, killed the other girl, then killed herself. Yeah. It's like, that's kind of deep, you know what I'm saying? But I think we don't express ourselves enough. Um, to a certain extent, so I think we have to do better, and like you said, be honest from the jump about what we're looking for, mm-hmm. and that's that's been my thing. Like I'll be quick to tell a motherfucker like, look, shit, I ain't I ain't looking for nothing serious right now, you know. Or if I am, hey, shit, you know what I'm saying? So, and then I think a lot of times people lie to themselves and think that they can get you to change also, and so they lead themselves on. That's my biggest mm-hmm. thing. As long as I don't lead nobody on, then i will be like, look, bruh that that's on you like I, i'm telling you up front this ain't gonna be more than what you're trying to make it and if you cool with that cool we can we can roll with these punches you know what i'm saying but i think it always reverts back to communication and honesty within ourselves um and to try to get back on topic a little bit because <laughs> we straight real right
3: right straight down into the valley but it started about honesty, though.
0: You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's a conversation I think we have to have because we always say what we want or what we're looking for, but we aren't being honest with ourselves and saying whether or not we can take someone at full face value of coming at us raw. Like, look, this is. And then I think it also depends on the person that's give you that honesty and whether or not you actually are interested in that person. Because I I I've seen women where one dude will hit them up and they they curving them real hard (laughs) and the same another guy they're interested in will hit them up the same direction and you know they're more engaging with the conversation so i think you got to be able to uh understand whether or not a person wants to even see what they could potentially be with you and i think that's the point of the conversation the honesty was whether or not we just fucking and building because everybody trying to fuck i mean that's less you're trying to get to that point eventually you're trying to get there but it's like are we just doing that or are we doing that are we building into a point of it can potentially be something more and i think at the point where we are um 29 30 plus for us i think we're at that point where we're trying to gauge whether or not this is going to be something that we can um have long term and so i think that conversation has to be had and you have to be able to go back and forth with that conversation with your partner. Um, and so I want to open the floor for you guys to, to ask whether or not you feel like you've been honest or lack honesty in your situation that you deal with people. Well, for me, um, I've been very honest um i think it's easier for women to be honest too it's like y'all are more selective you know we we we're we're shot shooters you know you miss 100 percent of the shots that you don't take i've
1: also been (laughs) told by men that i can be um they are intimidated because i'm so honest and because they look at everything that i have going on and so it's just like dang she ain't got nothing to hide from me versus some of maybe the other chicks that they've ever dealt with. So it's one of those things like, how do I handle a woman or, or how do I even communicate with a woman like her? Because she's different. She's telling me the truth. She's being honest with me. She ain't trying to hide nothing from me. She ain't, she ain't on no bullshit. So it's just one of those things.
0: What am I supposed to do with that? Because I've never had that. And I think that's a fear of missing out. Like I think sometimes we get to a point as a man where we know, that a, a woman may be um, a little bit out of our league. <laughs> I can't really, but you still pursue that person and you can, you know, try to impress that person. But I think sometimes we have that point where we're, we're trying to date up and you're, you step on some toes and sometimes you have a woman that you come across that's out of your league and you can't really gauge that comfort. So you try to put on a persona that you're not, you know, um, to a certain extent. But do you feel like, if we go back to what we're talking about as far as the lack of emotions in your upbringing, does that relate to how you date or how you're able to communicate with partners? Um, it wasn't easy. Um, <clears throat> excuse me.
1: Like I, I, I can admit that in previous relationships, my communication sucked. And it had a lot to do with how I was brought up. Um... And me just being just a quiet person, not really being able to go and um, say whatever I wanted to say, feel and different things like that. So when it came to a relationship, it was just like, um, I really don't know how I feel about you. Like, I really don't know. Like, stop asking me questions because it was like, I don't know right now. But then after going through that breakup and everything, I had to take a step back and realize what was the biggest issue in that relationship. And it was communication It sucked. So I had to learn from that. And so now moving forward is one it's taking that lesson and saying I'm going to change on how I communicate with people and not just personal relationships, but even at work and so forth. I'm going I'm going to come to you and tell you how I feel and, and, and things in that nature. And it's more so out of respect because I'm not gonna walk around with my mouth closed thinking I'm not supposed to say anything. And a lot of times that's how we raise our kids and they grow up with all these other issues.
0: I think that's that's very important i think a lot of times we're afraid of how other people feel so we don't express how we feel and i think like one thing i was telling jay earlier i was like i don't give a damn about people's emotions or how they feel Mm -hmm. about what i think like that's a personal problem if you don't like how i feel that's on you but i'm gonna tell you and you can take it or leave it but you know how i felt. i ain't sugarcoat shit with nobody and so if i put it out there and it hurts your feelings it's not intentional but you got to respect it. And if you can't move forward with it, you know, I'm, just, I'm brutally honest. It, it, it may hurt your feelings, but you can take it on the chin. I think a lot of times when I've had those situations with women who I was brutally honest about. Um, I remember one time, y'all, I got cursed out because y'all know I'm kind of like, I'm super pro-black. I'm super involved in the community. And I had this uh, situation where a girl would want to be involved with me. And I was like that's, like, that's not what I'm on right now. Like, I'm not trying to be with you like that. It could be this or it could be that. And then she went into like... You're like the Malcolm X of the community, and how are you out here leading women? I said, like, I didn't lead you on. I told you from the jump that, <laughs> that this is what I was talking about. And so I think, I think a lot of times we get into a sense of playing with people's emotions. You know what I mean? And I think, like I said, that goes back to honesty because we know from up front what we want from a situation. And we know whether or not we want to pursue that person in a, in a sense of relationship, mm-hmm. or are we just trying to smash And I think there's two different guidelines that men know, like, all right, this girl, she's smashable and this girl, she's wifeable. You know what I'm saying? And I think we have those intentions in our mind, whether or not we want to walk those boundaries or not and be honest with that person. But I think we kind of play on the emotions to try to get some ass (laughs) because we know if you tell somebody up front, that that's what your intentions are, then nine times out of ten, it's not going to work in that favor up front. Now, if you build a little bit and, you know what I'm saying, and then you can have that conversation at a later date or you build a friendship, but ain't nobody trying to be your friend either. Ain't nobody trying to be y'all friend. So when you say honesty, I think that's a hard
3: discussion that our community does not have.
0: So I'm glad we actually started off of that.
3: Um, so let me, let me throw something in there. Sure. Maybe because, you know, I can hear my dad talking and I'm, I'm kind of at that age in my forties, but, um, you know, dating can be real difficult and I'm, I'm hearing this, this perspective, but I guess I'm gonna come to it from the old bull perspective. You know, what if you really tried to get to know somebody like, you know, a lot of women expect men to be completely after what's in their pants. What if you would care less? What if you're trying to figure out who she really is? And that throws a whole curveball in it. She's saying you're being honest. He's like, okay, I'm being real honest. I'm not interested in you like that. Let's get to know each other. That way you can break down what's really going on in her mind. Because, like, I really didn't understand dating. And my dad said this for a long time, and I didn't listen to him. He said I didn't date enough. And he also said, like, you dating just to get to a certain point how about you just enjoy the voyage of dating? And then you start to really weed out those folks. I don't believe anything about dating up. We all got issues, whether you got a whole lot of money, you look good, Mm -hmm. you know, you you got all these things going on, you still got some baggage. So what if I figure out what that baggage is before I try to get in your pants? Because if I get in your pants, that baggage gonna come out. And so, I mean, that's how I looked at it once I've been, because I went through one marriage, and then I went through a whole series of dating. I mean, when I dated, I dated a lot. <laughs> you know, and maybe some I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, you were part of the date. Once I got to that point that I was like, man, I'm just doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. Let me step back for a moment. Step back from me. Let me get to know this person. I think it, you have to get to that point. You have
0: to go through your whole phase sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Understand that that's not what you want. And I think it's prevalent more so now because it's so much easier to get it. Yeah, you it's a just, lot easier to get it these days. You scroll on your timeline. There's some ass on your timeline right now shaking. It's clapping. Timeline all the time. So, yo, it's easy to, to jump out there. And I, that's the one thing that I hate about um, people saying to be honest with them because – it's how you present yourself as well, and how I approach you. If you if you putting your ass out there, you can't be mad at me for trying to fuck. Like that's that's what you did, and so I think, you know, people don't take into consideration their actions and why people uh, respond to them the way that they do. You know what I'm saying? If you like, I know some girls. I had a conversation with this girl. And she was like, "Niggas don't slide in my DMs because they know what standard you hold yourself to." And so you're not going to come at her like that because you know she's not with that. Mm -hmm. Now, if you see a only fans in the bio, you know what I'm saying? You know, for $10 a month, you can see whatever you want to see. You're going to probably come at that person a little bit different than somebody that's holding themselves to a certain caliber. So I think Uh it's key to what you said, whether or not you want to get to that point of dating someone or where you are with yourself. Because I think you have to be engaged enough with yourself to say, all right, I'm done with that. Like, I ain't trying to hit nothing tonight. But to really say, damn, we can really have a good conversation. We, once you get to the point where you can enjoy doing nothing with a person, mm-hmm. that's a whole different connection. Mm-hmm. Where you want to, hey, did you see this meme type of shit? Or, you know what I'm saying, that's a different vibe that you get from a person where you're mentally, you know, sapiosexual, where you're thought- product. A lot of times, I get turned off by how women think. I'd <laughs> Like, bro, that's some dumb ass shit that you, were just, that you said. Like, I seen a girl who I used to think was really attractive, I guess and a lot of times i think uh, um women be hurt by the dating that they went through so i think this one girl she was hurt this week and she was like i don't want to date black men anymore i'm like how the hell (laughs) prove me wrong no i don't want to deal with that shit. i just think that the shit you said was ignorant so how do y'all feel about how women put themselves out there, and then how did they get the response back from it? How does that resonate with y'all as females from seeing a standpoint of women just being out there?
2: I don't have a standpoint on that. <laughs> what? Mm. I don't. I mean, that ain't never been my life. You know what I'm saying? I, what I put on, you know, I used to put stuff on social media, but that was for work. So when you see me in my leotards and my fishnets, I'm trying to get you to come to the club and pay me. I had to do it. It's part of my job. Don't ever think that you gonna get something cause I'm on the gram like that. So I can't, I can't appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? If it's my job, I don't have a choice. That's what I had to do. Um, and you know, some of it I, ne- I can't get with because I'm from the age of before social media. You know, I'm from the age of where you had to text, you had to push the the, the letter three times, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to get it out.
3: Dude, you had to have the page. We had, had the no-kill with snake on saying? it. You, you know what I'm saying, that was that was how this
2: worked. Yeah. The phone lit up, the whole phone, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, I'm before there was a, you know, a, a Instagram and all this foolishness, I'm from the era where stripping was a secret. You didn't want nobody to know you was a stripper. Now, they don't have to come see you in the club. Your ass is on social media. Why would I come pay you at your job when you taking your clothes off on Instagram? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I don't feel no type of way, but at the same time, I support the naked hustle. So I'm not, I don't, I don't really feel no type of way, baby, get your money. I, I support it however you do it. It ain't for me. You know, I'm not gonna do it, but I don't speak against it either. If that's what she feels she gotta do, that's her life. That's not my life, but I ain't gonna bash you. But in one sense, I feel like it's saying, well, you know, you can't be mad if that's what I do, if this is what you put out there. That's like saying she got raped because she had them them clothes on. No, sir. That's not not how this worked. It's not her fault that that happened to her because she had those clothes on. Just like it's not her fault, you know what I'm saying, you came at her because she's shaking her ass on the ground. You don't have enough discipline to scroll past that shit. You wanted to talk to her. That ass hypnotized you. You stopped. Definitely. Okay. So you just like every other nigga on the ground.
0: Right. And I, but I think if that's the energy you're putting out, you can't be upset with the response that comes from it.
2: No. No. That she, she definitely can't be upset. The attention that
0: you get from it.
2: She can't be upset, but you can't say anything to you can't bash her either. No. no you're no. indulging in it. But see, that's, what, that's what's happening though. Men are bashing the women that they're indulging. You can't do
1: that.
0: And that's another thing. I think a lot of times when we think about like what's open on social media, a lot of people say that um, the women are doing that because that's what the men like. And Some are. I, but I think more so, I think women control that aspect of it. Um, because we just like women in general. So whatever you're doing, we're going to be open to it. And I think it's so much of that out there that it's easy to dismiss somebody that has standards because you can easily find some more of the ass shaking and somebody with low standards, you can just keep it rolling. It's like, alright, oh, you want some bullshit. And and that's the fucked up part. Like, morals, integrity, being an upstanding person is looked at as some bullshit because it's so much of the negativity, the ass shaking, not even, I'm going to say that's negativity, but so much of that is being pushed in in our media, social media wise, that People are, it's easy access to it. So you have, you like, a guy doesn't have to really try that hard to keep him pushing if that's not what you're into. He's like, oh, well, she ain't talking about shit? Next. You know? <laughs> and you don't really have to even indulge in getting to know a person sometimes because you can just jump in the DM. And if not, okay, cool, that one didn't work out. Like I said, you're going to shoot the next shot. And so I think. And maybe that's a question I want to ask y'all: Is how do y'all feel? Like who controls that narrative?
2: But before we move on, let me let me say this: that that goes back, circling all the way back to the round to the original topic, to the way you were raised. Mm-hmm. That goes that that goes all the way back to your upbringing. Um, that that goes back to your self esteem and and what was put into you as a child. You know what I'm saying? Um, you 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 let society uh shape you and mold you and Definitely. tell you what you needed and what you had to have or who you need to be to fit in.
0: Definitely. You know,
2: my mom always told me because I developed faster than than um the girls around me. You know, my my cycle started at 10. I was in 5th grade. So, you know, my bottom half superseded the rest of the girls. And so my mom told me, you know, early on what it was going to be and how I was going to be shaped cuz she was shaped the same way. And at first it wasn't popular. You know, she told me she wasn't popular. She from she's from Cleveland, so it was you know different from the south from the midwest, you know, up there they didn't really why women wasn't popular. But this the south. So, you know, they, it's accepted a bit more, but even like when I but it. when I was younger, it wasn't accepted. And I got a lot of backlash for being Thicker as a, as a child. Um, but now, you look around, the same thing that y'all was getting on me for, you purchasing. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? But my mama told me a long time ago, you have to be confident in what you have.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's a key thing. I don't think we instill that enough in people. Like, even I saw some girls having a conversation, and the girl was like, oh, your ass is nice. And she was like, well... I can always have more. It's like people aren't confident in where they are. You know, and at that... a point,
2: I wasn't either. I used to wear sweatpants and white beaters to school trying to hide my ass. My, my, my counselor, my assistant principal in high school, used to, it got to a point where I stopped wearing dresses to school because she tried to put me in ISS every time I wore a dress. It was it, it's certain instances and certain things that happened that tried you know, to push you out to the side. But my mom, my mom was the one that had to tell me, listen, Ain't nothing you can do about it, child. This This is what it is. So you're going to let people tell you, you know, what it's going to be for you or you going to be comfortable enough in your skin because, let me tell you something, it ain't going nowhere. So you might as well get used to it right now. And as you get older, it's going to get bigger.
0: I think that's, that's key because you get so many people who are um, getting to the point where they want to have certain surgeries right. to, to fit a certain stigma. And I think mm-hmm. so many people lack self-esteem and confidence, and they put everything into what everybody else thinks. They don't think highly of themselves. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing, is that knowledge of self, that self-esteem, um, that confidence within yourself as a man or a woman. Because I think every time I hear a woman says that she doing some, some shit that we don't agree with, it's like, well, that's because the men like it. And I'm like, why does that matter? Like, what would, would I like shouldn't affect how you carry yourself. If, I, if I'm not... Into what you're into, that's okay. You know what I mean? I think people aren't confident in the sense of being different. Everybody fits a certain mold now. Everybody wants to be inclusive. Everybody wants to be a part of what's popping or, or um, a part of the in crowd. And it's like you don't have a, a sense of individuality to be strong enough to stand on your own and be like, no, nah, I'm not with that shit.
2: But if you think about it, it's always been that way. Men do it for the women. Women do it for the men. It's, it's, you're always trying to get noticed. Otherwise, nobody would do anything. Men buy the cars and put on the nice clothes and put on the smell good for the women. I hope. Uh, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So I you, always you're think trying it's to control by it, the women,
0: right? You're so. trying
2: to get attention of the women, and the women are seeing who the men are paying attention to. So right. they want the they want the attention that the men are giving it to. When you going in the strip club and you paying the thick ass women with the perfect titties and the flat ass stomach with the long weeds. They wanna look like the girl you paying thousands of dollars to. So I need to go fix my body. I need to get a flat stomach with a fat ass and perfect titties and weave. I need to do all that, don't get me wrong. I love my weave, I love my long nails, but I've been wearing these same nails since seventh grade. I'm not fixing myself to look like them. I've been this person, you know what I'm saying? But they see what y'all like, or they see what men, not not, not y'all. They see what men are paying attention to. They see what men are approaching. And they want to be approached. They want that attention. Yeah. Yeah. They want the same attention y'all are giving them. Because when they walk out with their natural hair or no makeup, y'all not giving them that same attention. If y'all paid the same attention to those natural women that y'all paid to the made-up girls, they wouldn't do all of this. But they feel like they're not getting that same love. So I got to go nip-tuck.
0: I agree with you 100% on that. Um Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's key, you know what I mean, what attention is put out there. But I think a lot of times men just I think we're gonna go with whatever whatever standard y'all hold. You know what I mean? And if I think we it's 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 a interesting balance of the two because it's a repeating cycle and it's not getting any better because no one's really ch- no one's comfortable enough breaking a cycle. It's like when I first started doing the, the marches and the protests and stuff, it wasn't a cool thing to do. I was really getting a lot of jokes and things. I had to stand on my own and be like, man, fuck what y'all think. I'm okay doing this because this is what I want to do. I got to the point where I was like, dang, it, nobody giving a damn about the positive shit I'm doing. And so I think you have to really get into that knowledge of self and really depend on what do you want or how do you want to be perceived? What attention do you want? And that is the key to figuring out how we move forward is expressing yourself as an individual and well, really.
2: where did you get that from who put that in you
0: i mean it comes from i the think parents, from my right? parents Abraison. yeah Abraison. that goes mm-hmm. back
2: to everything we're talking about exactly If you don't have that root you're not gonna have that and ogs are almost extinct
3: definitely because yeah, that's what i was sitting here thinking because i'm sitting here listening and i mean we had the same conversation more than 20 years ago and my first thought is, you know, strip club been big in Atlanta for a long time, for a long time. And so if we're still doing the same thing, it's just with social media. Has anybody thought to go ask the generation in front of them what that leads to? Because let's just be real. How many 40- and 50-year-old strippers are out there? A lot. They're 40 and 50-year-old strippers yeah, now? it's
2: 40-year-old strippers and they look
3: better than the 21-year-olds. Yeah, year old you that mean, yeah. Okay, well, let's go a little bit higher. <laughs> yeah, that's my- I think at some point we got to realize one thing just like we was a creature of habit to the television which was being programmed to what we see we're a creature of habit to the, to the algorithm because is it really what men want to see or is it what the algorithm is telling you men want to see right because I think when you get to a certain point even though we want to see that we don't want to see that in our woman
0: that's true too so it's like but let my girl be on there half-ass No, that's not I'm not going for that. I don't my whole thing is I don't want the woman that everybody can see or have. You know what I'm saying? You can be as nasty as you want to be in my messages. You can send me whatever you want to send to me personally. And I'm cool with that. But when anybody and everybody can see it, that it loses a sense of exclusiveness. Like I don't want to buy the products everybody can have. You know what I mean? I don't want to be a part of the everybody. I want to feel like this is special to me. And I'm the only one that can get this right here. And y'all can look at it and, you know what I'm saying, when she's fully clothed. But when she leave here, (laughs) it's Mr. Nasty time for me. And nobody We have to understand what we want. You know what I mean? Because nine times out of ten, if you ask a man if that's what he wants in a woman, that's not what he wants. But we'll be entertained by it while we're being single.
2: But that's all the good girls are seeing. They only see you talking to those women. They only see you paying those women. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You're not paying any attention to the good girls who ain't doing nothing. The ones sitting back not saying anyone anything to you. You're not paying them any attention. You're paying the girls half ass naked the attention. You're paying them the money. I think that's a great point.
0: I think um, Who are the baby mamas is? The strippers. Yeah. Okay. Well, it depends on what well, hey. It
3: depends on the limelight that you're in, is, the, the, it the it level of dudes you check. dating. But
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think we put too much emphasis on the celebrity aspect of it.
2: Not even that, because it's 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 a regular man's dream to get a stripper for the night. <laughs> hey, that leads to eighteen years.
0: Oh, I wish. Cause one of my co-hosts, um, he's been indulging in that. <laughs> I wish they would come back. Right. We'll have mm-hmm. to. I guess definitely got to bring y'all back on mm-hmm. to have that conversation with PT and Easy. Cause Easy is a club host. Oh yeah, no. PT yeah. is always in his sidekick. Yeah. And they're always like I said. They're in Miami. They were working actually. You know, mm-hmm. they weren't. Oh, just, that, no, but Easy <laughs> did have to host a couple parties the weekend. We
2: don't believe so, you.
0: He is a, a registered club host and he did have a couple Uh, and he will... they on the way back right now. They had like three more hours left on their drive back from Miami. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely want to open the platform to y'all coming back whenever y'all want. I definitely want to keep the conversation engaged um, as far as convos create change. Because I think I always want to have conversations that people aren't having. That we know we need to have but we aren't really engaging in and we're not understanding others' perspective or why they feel the way they do. Mm-hmm. And just to get a sense of understanding. You know what I mean? Not a right or wrong, it's never a right or wrong with me, but it's a, I can understand your perspective on where you come from. Mm-hmm. And so I want to wrap up today's show. I want to say thank you to all my guests. Uh, Attorney Griggs, my mentor, Miss Jazzy T, the boss, Miss Z. I want to say thank you guys for joining me on Convos Create Change. I need y'all to like, share, subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's Convos Create Change. You can see it on YouTube or on all platforms as well. And we are on uh, Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on everything. You need to check out the Justice Media um, e Street Live Podcast Network. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Combos Create Change. And where we always want to make sure that we don't shy away from anything. We want to address all of our differences, all of our uh, fierce conversations that we need to have. And we keep on moving forward and creating a change. So thank you again. I am your host, Scotty Smart.